Hello and welcome to The Boy Wonders, a third edition Batman Miniature Game podcast. I'm Boy Wonder Adam. I'm Boy Wonder Chris. And in this episode, we'll be discussing the Batman Objective deck. Chris, Batman, Icon, Dark Knight, Legend. How do you feel about this deck? I feel like it does everything that you'd expect Batman and the GCPD to to do uh, thematically. I think it has a nice mix of uh, combat ability and uh, suspect play and sure. in kind of a, a unique way, focusing on on arrest and, and uh, snitches, things like that. Uh, overall, what do you think about it? What I really enjoy about this deck um, is I feel like it's kind of forgiving. There's a lot of cards here that don't require too much for your opponent to mess with. Um, there's a lot you have to set it up but it's kind of scorable. And I feel like a lot of people coming into the game, obviously, you know, there are people like their villains, there are people like that, but a lot of people coming into the game start with a Batman crew because it's the cops, it's Batman, Robin, whatever, you know, they, they like that kind of stuff or it came with the starter. So they have the crew. Um, and I like it because I think all of the objectives are barring a couple of them are kind of simple. I think they shine in their resources. I think some of them are, are crazy good. There's one that, straight drives me insane which i will get to obviously but i want it changed so bad because it just messes with me um, but what we'll do is uh if you listen to um our generic deck what we do is we essentially break it down so we start with the lowest scoring cards and we work up to the highest scoring cards and we start with the lowest amount of cards so we'll start with a card that's say worth one point and you only get one of and then we'll work up through one points to two points and how many you get, to three points and how many you get. So we'll, we'll work low and go high, and then in each bracket we'll essentially give you what we think is one of our favourites to one that maybe we think is not so good. It all depends on crew selection, though. As we go forward, I don't think there's anything in these decks that is a straight no. No. There's there's some stuff that's definitely uh, crew-dependent, some stuff that's definitely situational, but in the right crew... Any of these cards can can shine. Yeah, for sure. Some just take a little more forethought and planning, but uh, that just means you're going to surprise your opponent when you whip it out and score <laughs> it. Exactly. So let's just get straight into it with our only single point card in this deck. Um, and it's a single card as well. And it is called... They Won't See Me Coming. It's a phase three instant scoring card. Criteria to score it are inflict damage on an enemy model that did not have line of sight to the attacker at the start of the attacker's activation. The resource costs a single resource point and reads, one of your models with the leader, sidekick, or free agent rank may perform a manipulate action during its activation without spending an action. Uh, Initial thoughts, I think this is a a very easy to score card with this many stealth models. If this card was a multiple card, I would feel way worse about it. But the fact that it's just one card out of your deck and it's just built for this crew. Like, obviously, this is this crew's objective deck, but you'll find that there's a lot of cards that kind of will work for anyone, really, if you kind of thematic it. This one works for the Batman crew because they have a lot of models that can... Not only are they stealth, but they generally have a good amount of movement. So you can get round from being hidden... Um, you're going to score this one. Again, it's a phase three immediate. There isn't a lot your opponent can do. In fact, there's nothing your opponent can do other than not ever having any models near you, which just isn't going to be the case. I, I think the biggest problem with this card 
is that it's easy to score, but kind of like we said with I'm feeling weird in the neutral deck, you might not want to. Yes. Uh, the, the big problem with the Batman crew, it's not a problem, but the iconic characters, your leaders, your sidekicks, your free agents, your Batman, your Batgirls, they your Nightwings, your Jason Todds. Yep. Unless you're Dick Grayson Robin, you're not inspired. And you, quite frankly, if you're Batman or Nightwing, well, put vigilante work aside for a moment, you have better things to do with your tactical Than action. Be dropping down a suspect. Exactly. So to be able to do that free manipulate or and even... Then fight. Go through a sewer and beat the crap out of a leader who's unfortunate to be close enough. Yeah, yeah, it's the for my take. Don't the resource it. is more useful for a Batman crew with all those punchy, beefy leader sidekicks and free agents than one point scored. And, if you're going to score it later in the game, and no matter how many times this comes into your hand, if you have the resources spared, you're going to use it. 100% of the time. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, I'm in a spot where I can't do a manipulate. You can always use a manipulate with one of your guys. Like They're all detectives. Well, not only that. Yeah, exactly. It's an extra manipulate as well. Yeah. So it's, you can still manipulate and do another manipulate. It's not like you're just like, well, one manipulate and I'll fight something or whatever. It's so useful in multiple situations. Yeah. It's a great card. It's not the best card for scoring, like you said, but just as a resource, if you are... Going to play character heavy, you're taking this card. Absolutely. If you want like a, a if you want like a a good Batman, a great sidekick, and a beta free agent or like a high level free agent, take the card. <laughs> it, it helps make up for some of that henchman ball you're losing by sinking that many points in. Exactly. And it's just it you 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 always wish that your leader was inspired or your free agent was inspired or your sidekick was inspired, and this gives it to you. That it, it's a perfect resource, right? And obviously, that's the only one point, so that we don't need to rank. Is this a good card? Is it's a good card? It's a good card. It's a good card, no matter what. I mean, it might not. The only the only reason you don't take it is maybe if you take Gordon and a cop swarm, because obviously then you only have one leader. You don't have a really free agents or anything. If you're playing that way, yeah. Obviously, then you don't want to take it. And you have, but you wouldn't have the need to take it. No, you have the suspect coverage from your cops. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's pointless and you're probably never going to score the objective because you don't have that uh the, the oppressive uh, melee power of a batman right with, i don't know if you have stealth in any of the cops that you probably do no but i don't think so. it's yeah right so what i'd like to do when we talk about these um faction specific cards is maybe uh, add a star player as it were for the card itself so with this card i mean obviously uh, Resource-wise, any kind of big hit of Batman crew. But to score it, your star player is going to be a quick Batman. Or a quick model like Nightwing. Something fast that can get around buildings. Yep, ba- um, Batman, Nightwing, uh, Barbara, uh, Batgirl. Yep, yeah. Um, Anyone that's got good mobility can get from behind something over something. So a Batclaw really helps. Uh, crowbar Red Hood. Crowbar He'll Red Hood is super casually. fast. He, yeah, yeah, he will score it, no problem. With the cool crowbar. Doing it. So uh, we'll then move on to our two pointers. Um, and our first is a two point single card called Wait for Backup. So it is a phase three and it is a timed um, score, which basically means it scores when a specific thing happens. Uh, this one says play during the activation of a friendly model with the cop trait. Choose a gaming area edge and roll 1d6 plus 1. 
Place a number counter with value equal to the roll on the chosen cop's character card. Reduce the value of the number counter by one at the end of each subsequent model's activation. If, when the counter is re reduced to zero, the model is within four inches of the chosen edge and is not KO or casualty, score this card. It is a two-point resource. Choose one friendly model with the name unknown and the henchman rank and the cop trait that has been removed as a casualty. Deploy that model in your deployment zone with no damage markers. It cannot activate this round. Thoughts on this one, Chris? It's a it's a pretty easy to score one, especially if you have a big cop ball. You're going to have enough guys to spare one to go over to a board edge, uh, maybe even your own back of your deployment zone. Uh, but also, there's a couple cops with hidden, which make it a perfect choice for... Um, GCPD detective who Bullet. often right pull, uh, goes off on a, on a flank. Yeah, um, Bullet tends to play more towards the middle. I think. Do you think? <sighs> not, the, play, not the I, middle, but not as close to the edge. I as play I've seen. him more edge wise, but I can you know he he definitely is more versatile. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think with this one, it's you can grab like one of the cheap cops, the lady cop or the like uh, the Winslow cop. Yep. And you can just send them like go beat them up spent like send someone to try and like take them out that's fine they can go and stand by the corner all they want and not only they can they stand by the corner they can play into some of your other um cards because there are a few cards say you took flanking you need you need uh suspects by the edge uh we'll get into secure the perimeter later but you also need a suspect by the edge so this card actually like builds in because you're sending a guy to the edge anyway yeah, it, absolutely. If you have a cop swarm, you want some guys out there on the perimeter, probably a couple, uh, just to, to get your coverage out. But between all that, even snitch, you just want someone off on the edge, being left alone, just raking in points. Preferably yep. by the corner if you're flanking. Yeah. Well, um, and, and honestly, if you're clever, um, what you do is you, you take a couple of expendable cops and you send them in opposing directions. Yeah. So then even then, like you have a choice to go either way with your snitch your secure the perimeter, your wait for backup. You can go either side and then you can see which way your opponent's going or not going and make turn him into like a, an absolute score. And few crews can really cover that kind of play. I would say that the resource is kind of a trap though. It's If you lose a cop very early, it's probably worth bringing one back. But I would, because it's only a one card, I would be trying to score this card. Yeah, I, I could see it allowing for, like, a real, uh, either recovering from a sloppy play or a really clever alpha strike from the, the opposing player that takes out, like, Lorita. Someone you're going to feel real bad that you don't have. Sure. And then, then that, then that it's recursion a is good. Yes. But I would say mainly you're playing this as an objective. Yeah, and most of your cops, do you really care that Winslow died? Do you really care that Lady Cop or... Or a shotgun cop died. You don't care. Not you don't care, and and you should kind of be um, expecting that these these cops, you know, they're four four or four five on their yeah. um, endurance willpower. Like they're get, you're expecting them to be taken out. Like you said, unless it's some sort of major play, some kind of crazy alpha strike that you really kind of messes with your plans. You don't you don't need to bring cops back, especially for. For two points, your your bat crews generally don't have a lot of extra resource points. There's not a lot of strategists or grand strategists that are kind of peppered throughout. Like a lot of villains have that kind of strategist thing. Yeah, not many of the bat crew do. So you you haven't got a lot to spend anyway. 
So two is a is a big chunk of change, especially with some of your later choices. You want your resources for those, I think. Yeah, and honestly, some of the cops that you'd most want to bring back aren't unknown. Exactly. You're not going to bring back Bullock. You're not going to bring back Flash. You're not going to bring back Lieutenant Gordon. Right. And yeah, the only one that really sticks in my mind is like, God, that sucks that I lost him. Is is Larita? Yeah, like a, always a take SWAT him, member. Essentially, and he's, he's great. Exactly. And if he doesn't empty his clip, you feel bad. Right. Right. For sure. So the next one we've got the uh, the remaining two pointer single card. Following the clues, uh, phase three scores instantly. The objective is reveal an enemy suspect marker at least ten inches away from the board edges with a model with the detective trait. And the resource costs one resource point. Move two enemy suspect markers 2d6 inches directly towards a friendly model with a detective trait. Ignore the usual minimum distance between markers for this move. Well, you're going to have some detectives. Not, not in every crew, but 95% of the Batman crews you make are going to have at least one detective, probably a little uh, backup on that. This is, that's why I feel like I don't rate this card. I think crews are generally going to have, at most, like two detectives three if you're heavily gearing towards it because obviously gcp detective and bullock both have it so they're good but then a fair few of the batman have it yep well Um, lieutenant gordon Gordon. flas yeah commissioner gordon so there's a handful of them montoya if you if you vocation sure sure but the problem is it for me is the card is tying you scoring and tying your resource Two specific models. Yeah, I. It, it's it's not a bad card. No, but if you get unlucky, this card can fully block your hand because you cannot use the resource and you cannot score it. It, it also, like we just talked about, obviously certain crews skew certain places in the board, right? Right. And you want to, as a Batman player with your cop ball, you want to be up against a, bo- a board edge, and it's not just. Batman, the way, the way you play League, very cagey, you are off on one side. Yeah. Um, a lot of Riddlers are off on one side. Um, the only thing that I think dissuades that, I, I don't like cards that require your opponent to do a certain thing. Right. Because you could just count that they're not going to do that thing, right? <laughs> yeah. The only thing that discourages uh, that play all against the board edge is the fact that Gordon has his sniper. Right. That's really all there is. But you could easily have one of those crews, and then it doesn't matter if you have a detective or not. Unless you use your scheming or something, it, it could be unscorable. For you don't have a detective left, right. or it's not. It's not. It's ten inches out. It's not the worst thing to take, but I would say it, it again. It's one of those cards where crew composition feeds this card. Absolutely, it's, if, it's if, a keyword. If you're if you're filling up a bunch of detectives and take it. Like you, could, you could go worse than that. Again, it, it it's diametrically opposed to some of your other scores, which are all in like have someone on the edge, secure a perimeter, which is two markers from the edge. So it's tough to then have a model that wants to like be in the center, revealing suspects on his own because he's a target, and especially because you have to send a detective to do that. One of your one of your more expensive, more expensive, models, yeah. and much more great utility piece. The detectives being able to drop two suspects um, because, say, they're inspired and they have their thing and they get to do three inches and three inches. So they can sit in one place and put two out without even moving. And that's a beautiful that's feature. huge. Having to send one of those 
And, and obviously it has to be to reveal a suspect. So there's going to be enemies around where they've dropped the suspect. Mm-hmm. You're sending someone into the lion's pit, essentially. It's not the worst play. Again, a, a detective can reveal it from three inches away, so that's nice. But it's it's still more of a cagey, I wouldn't definitely take this. Yeah, it's it. you need to have a reason you're doing it. And it's not like the first thing to go because it's a bad card, but it's probably the first thing to go if you're just going for a generalist deck. Or your, yeah, because your... you're, you're going to replace this with I'm feeling weird. You're going to yep. replace this with valuable commodities. You're going to replace this with Overdrive. You're going to replace this with Die Hard. This is the card that you replace. Yeah. Uh, and it's easy two. to slot out a single card with because there's so many good neutral yeah, single cards. And you're not losing anything by doing that. And, and I will like to point out here that, and this is going to be recurring, uh, this is a keyword tied card. So absolutely, your, the composition of your crew uh, matters. But... Uh, the often overlooked trait, veteran, this is where it comes in. Because it really isn't just detectives, it's detectives and veterans. And exactly. there's a couple in there. Um, Alfred has it. So Yeah, yeah. But again, that doesn't change the, the are you going to take it or not, but that is one more thing to keep in mind. Veteran can always score right. any of these keyword top yeah. cards. If you want to take this card, build a crew that can do it. Yeah. If you don't specifically want to build a crew like that, consider removing that card. And I would add that a single two-point card is a weird thing to build a crew around. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go on to um, uh, our first of the multiple two-point cards, which is non-lethal ammo. Which props for having Carrie Kelly on there. It is a phase three instant scoring objective. The objective text is inflict damage with a ranged attack, but change all the blood markers you inflict with that attack to stun the weapon must inflict at least one blood damage so that kind of rules out some of the batterings things mm-hmm. like that you gotta have a gun right and the resource is free which is a relief in the Batman deck uh, if a friendly model with the cop trait is attacked while within four inches of another friendly model with the cop trait the target of the attack gains cover very good this this is a great card um, in my opinion Generally, this goes into a cop build. Yep. It doesn't go into like a Batman-heavy character build because they don't generally do blood damage. So if you're building like Batman, Robin, you want to take like, you know, a Batgirl free agent and then you have a couple of cops that are like the lower point ones, they don't have blood damage. So you don't <laughs> probably don't want to take this card. But if you're building the cop list, you have a lot of guns. This is a fantastic card because again... It's a very easy score. Yes, you have to do damage, but re- really, with most blood stun guns or double blood guns, you're going to do at least one hit, generally. And that's all you need, because then you just convert it. Yeah, and this is a great objective, because, like I brought it before, the efficiency of this combo is in great with get them off the streets. Yeah. You want a knocked out guy? Well, one of the most efficient ways to knock a guy out is to drop some bullets in him with Lorita, turn to non-lethal, and then go pick him up. Exactly. You just put him on the floor immediately because he takes like eight stun or whatever because you yep. turn it all into stun. And then another guy can go and arrest him, scoring you the next card. Yeah, it's... The, the cops are going to get it. Yeah. Even even yeah. someone with a lowly handgun, they just need to hit once. And, and that firearm, yeah. it, your strength dice probably exactly. do it. And honestly, don't sleep on the resource either. It's, it's a zero point, And obviously, it requires a little bit of uh consistency you need a cop within four of another cop but dropping a dice out of someone's ranged attack 
and it would be the strength dice to first drop. Uh, if they're shooting um, after moving, that's in three dice they're losing, it's definitely going to keep some people alive. I, I think even just nerfing uh, someone with an assault rifle. Yeah. Because that, that three blood, that's a nearly dead cop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But generally, you're going to want to try to score this one, I think. Um, it's pretty easy to do. You get two cards, yeah, so it's four points, and pretty simple score. Great card. Yeah, and those, those the, the, the two co- two copies is kind of a rare thing, um, and it, it kind of lets you do that nice, uh, to get the two and then have a, a, a single in alongside it. They, I just like the twos for, for deck building purposes. Yeah, I agree. It, it opens up some weird stuff where you can take an extra single one, or you know, it gives you the space for a three that you wanted. It's pretty good. Let's um let's go through to secure the perimeter. This is um three cards um for th- uh, two points for three cards. So it is phase four and it's an instant score. Remove two friendly suspect markers within two inches of the board edge. It's this is the uh, the resource I was talking about earlier. By the way, when I said one that just drives me crazy. It is remove one friendly suspect marker within four inches of an enemy model to perform a ranged attack against that model with the following profile. Rate of fire one, firearm, blood stun. Let's talk about the scoring first. This is super good because you can generally always telegraph this. You have it in your hand. You know you just have to drop two suspects by the board edge. You don't have to worry about... You don't have to reveal anything. You just got to get two down. And generally, your opponent's not going to get to them. Yeah, this is I, this falls in the same category as flanking for me. Yeah. You're doing it anyway, and you're just getting twice the reward. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. It's giving you extra points. And the resource is gravy. Right. The resource is more than gravy. <laughs> this is why I hate the resource. Say I have this card in my hand, and what and you want to reveal my suspect marker as part of your play. You walk up to my suspect marker and you end in base contact with it. At that point, I'm almost certain you're going to reveal it. So I play this card. I get to remove the suspect marker, thus trashing your reveal. So you don't get to do whatever you wanted to do with the reveal. If it's a card, you could score. Then I just get to throw two dice just to see if I do up to two blood and two stun on you for fun. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's BS. (laughs) It's BS. It's, it's, the problem I have with it is it's a gotcha, it's ruining someone else's activation, and there's not really anything else in the game that does a lot of that. Like, you walk up to it and then I get to just take it away and shoot you. Yeah, there's not a lot of the yanking it away part, but I don't know, I kind of put it in the same, it, it does have that on it, that it's denying the score. But I'd put it kind of in the same category as the uh, so long it's been a gas joker uh, uh, resource where I I poison you as you reveal a suspect. Again, yeah, it takes it one step further because it's... It takes away that reveal. Yeah, it's taking away your ability to reveal it, but it's it's not like it's a whole deck built around that. It's three cards. Yes. Again, it it can get milled. It can come up again and again and again. Yeah. Um, So it could really mess with a crew that just wants to reveal suspects, but... Again, you shouldn't build your crew to just reveal suspects. Right. Um, but it's not like it's going to happen every activation. So yeah. I think it's it's naturally contained by the three-card limit. This should probably be in every Batman deck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you, the scoring on if it. If you're... Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in the, that the Batman crew should be 
cops on the side doing their objective thing in the perimeter. And, a couple and this of is a models, yeah. this is a key component to that. 100%. This flanking, a couple of the other ones, snitch. Um, you can have a few guys, like three or four cops, scoring Just dozens of points. Right, they can mill cards. So yeah, that, I love it. That I do too. You know, with my problems with the resources, just because people do it to me, um, and I don't get to do it to them. So, but Which, yeah, play Batman. No, I won't. Um, but yeah, great, super great. Um, let's move on to one that's not so good. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. One that we don't like as much, and that is tonight. We are the law. Do you like Frank Miller? I hope you like Frank Miller. Uh, it's phase three, and it has the special timer scoring. Uh, the objective text is, a friendly model with the The Dark Knight Returns trait performs an attack that makes an enemy model KO. If the target has one or more blood markers when this happens, score this card. Then remove the blood markers immediately. That's a lot of stuff you gotta line up. First of all, you gotta have Dark Knight Returns models in your deck. It's another keyword one. And I don't think they do a lot of blood damage. There's a shotgun. Well, I mean, it, it, there can always be the, the blood. I mean, Gordon could call in a sniper. Sure. Cops could shoot. But it's just another thing to yeah. have to... The, the sons of Batman, the, the shotgun. Yeah. You know, th- there is ways to get blood in there, but it's just that you have to have this special keyword. And the model you KO has to have has blood to on have them. blood on them. And then they get to remove all their blood markers. Yeah, you patch them up because you're you're a swell guy. You're old Batman. You're the law. Yeah, and I'm not super in love with the Dark Knight models. The sons of the fourteen point. Also, sons of how is sons, sons of Batman? Are how good, isn't this a score immediately? Why is it a timed score? When it happens, it happens immediately. Well, immediately is when the criteria are met. <laughs> yeah. So, which it's, is why it says score this card then. <laughs> Ugh. Can we agree it's a garbage card? Yes. Okay, we haven't gotten the resource yet. So for one resource point, all friendly models with the The Dark Knight Returns trait within eight inches of the active model remove up to up one, to one damage. damage. So you don't have to if you don't want to. Does that happen immediately? I don't know. Is it spe- I don't know. I, I don't like this card. Yes, this is a rough card. It, it, it just... I mean... Obviously, there's only one way to take it, and that is if you build specifically all of your dark... Like, you build it around Carrie Kelly, Frank Miller Batman, and the Sons of Batman. Yeah. Or, then, or Green Arrow. Or, or Green Arrow as well, and then whatever other chaff you can afford. Yeah. But just it being so specific to those people, the enemy has to have blood damage. You then have to KO them, and obviously in combat, there's plenty of stuff that can go wrong with KOing people. And then you take off the, all their blood markers. Yeah. It's just... I just don't know when you would take it. Especially as it's three cards. <sighs> so doing that three times? It's a lot of ifs. And here's, I think, the more damning part of it. If you look at the uh, Soldiers of Fortune deck, there's a lot of keyword, keyword requirements. And it's all veteran. Right. We've read a couple cards and we're not done yet. And it... It all talks about cop, very common in Batman, and detective. There's quite a few. There's more than there are Dark Knight. But if you're doing a deck with, or if your your crew list is, you know, it doesn't matter, Batman or or Green Arrow, and all the sons of Batman, those aren't cops. You're losing out on the keywords of all the other Batman cards. I was literally about to say that. Even if you build a fully Dark Knight themed with all of the Dark Knight models, this card still isn't good for you. 
It's still not a good card. No. <laughs> and you, you lost out on all these really good cards. So you wouldn't be taking this anyway. No. Because it's such a specific weird score thing. Ugh. If you have a weird Frank Miller Batman fetish, I guess it lets you live that out. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Let, I would never take it. Let's move on from that one. <laughs> let's get to uh, Unveiling the Truth. So, Unveiling the Truth is uh, three cards again uh, for two points. It's a phase two, so it gets played early. Um, it means your opponent kind of knows what you're trying to do. That's uh, We haven't really spoke about it, but phase ones and phase twos are generally good because they get out of your hand early and it clears up space for you to play more cards. But your opponent obviously can actively try and stop these ones because they know that they're there. Um, this one, phase two, and it is a, t uh, a special timed score. Uh, target a friendly model that has the detective trait or the free agent or psychic rank. When that model reveals a suspect, place two star markers on this card. When this card has more star markers on it than enemy suspects in play, score this card. Only one card with this name can be in play at a time. Its resource is one, and it's remove a friendly suspect within eight inches and line of sight of the active friendly model. That model gains a free manipulate action. So, I don't like this card. I don't like this card either. Whoa. This is a card that I always included and thought I would like. But, because you can only have one out at a time, and because it's a phase two, and there's three of them... That means you need to score this every turn that you get it, essentially. Yep. And that model, it's the one model that can do it. So most models of, of the detective, free agent, or psychic can only do one or two manipulates at best. Yeah. So unless this comes out super early and you're able to do it immediately and have two on there and no suspects are in play, you're gravy. If your opponent starts getting their suspects out, and especially when they know you have this card, it becomes very difficult later on to get all these suspects removed, to get the stars, to get the score. And if it goes over one turn that you don't do it, you've locked out another one of your free cards. Yeah, I... I don't like this objective for the... I disagreed with you when you didn't like some of the Phase 4s earlier, uh, saying that you can only do it once a turn... I contend that if you're if you're tooling your your crew and your deck that way, you're doing the th it's the thing you should be doing that you can consistently do it. That I I almost guarantee you're going to score two of them, probably three of them. This I I can't envision a crew that lets me do this and a a rest of the deck that's going to support this. Right, like right because you can. You, the nice thing about it is it's just revealing, so you can reveal your own markers to get the score but you need your markers for secure the perimeter you yep. need your markers for snitch you want your markers for like pretty much everything else you're trying to do you or, or, want the, or the neutral cards that you would play in with that kind flanking, of play the flanking the the disturbance yep. potentially the, you want that superiority yeah that this it, it would be fixed if it uh, allowed you to have multiple so like this one's on uh so Flass. Could... This one's on right. uh, Gordon. This one's on uh, Dick Grayson Robin. You know, and 
Sure, so you're working them all up individually. Because you have three of those, and as soon as you play one in phase two and say who it's on, I know what that model is doing for the rest of the turn. They're going to try and either drop and reveal or reveal their own, or if they're close to me, they're going to try and reveal mine. But I know what that model is doing that turn. It takes away any ambiguity. This model is trying to remove suspects. Yep. And it's really easy to block because yeah. you have a whole bunch of guys and all you got to make sure is that you have one more suspect than I have stun markers. Exactly. It's it's not Or I'm just like, to I'm going to target that model now to stop the score. And if I stop, it doesn't go away. So if this guy gets knocked out, this is stuck for the rest of the game and you cannot play these two because it only goes away when it's scored. So if I kill the guy it's on, it doesn't go away. It's just there for the game. Yeah, the the only saving graces, and, and you could maybe score one of these, maybe one. I guess the saving grace is that for one resource, you can kind of like um, they won't see me coming. You can fuel more suspect drops by your guys. It's like having yes three more of those, but it, so if you really wanted your your you know, mini bat family, you know leader sidekick free agent tooling around and being able to do some suspect work while they're beating the crap out of everybody, this could do it, but I would never... I might take it for that. I would never take it for the objective. Yeah, because it's so easy to get locked up. And then you your three cards, it's just not worth it. But As a resource, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's not something I would actively build into a deck, really. No, you're, you're wasting six points of potential, yeah. realistically. So we have our last two-pointer, three cards, which is comb through everything. It is another phase three. It is another instant. The objective text reads, reveal an enemy suspect marker. Additionally, when you score this objective, you may draw one additional objective card. Then you must discard one of them. You want to get the right card? This is how you get the right card. That is the right card, though. And this is... This is exactly what you want to do. You want suspect superiority. You want to be pulling off theirs. You'll be dropping yours. It's it's like a, an easy score. Reveal an enemy suspect. Like, that's, you know, for two points, that's yeah. great. Because, again, outside of kind of Joker, you're always going to be able to do it. Yeah. Not only that... But even with Joker, if you don't mind taking a poison, right. you can do right. it. And not only that, not only are you scoring it, it's actually got a bonus built into it. With so many, so few objectives have an extra bonus on the objective side. Right. Yeah, it's that it's this thing's a unicorn. Yeah, you you get to score, you get to take away an enemy suspect, helping you out for your other stuff. You get to score, then you get to pick up two cards and decide which one you want in your hand, and the other gets get put to the bottom of the deck. It's like awesome. What's the resource on that bad boy? It costs. One resource point. When the opponent reveals one of your suspect markers, you may place one suspect marker for free in contact with a friendly model. The chosen model cannot be the closest one to the enemy that revealed it. So that uh, suspect superiority that you want to maintain, you just maintained it. Yeah, exactly. They got rid of one of yours, you got to put a new one down. It's awesome. It's like, okay, you got rid of one of mine. I'll put this one down. And this just... Again, not to just keep praising 3rd edition Batman, but this is one of those cards that just drips the theme. Yeah, for the, sure. They are, they are detectives, forensic guys just going through stuff, and when they find it, it just makes them better. It, 
even more than that, I like to think of, of the classic GCPD, like, kind of, like, nasty cops planting evidence as well. Like, oh, you just found that ev Like, you just scurried away that pile of coke, and then he just drops more out of his pocket. Well, here's some more coke. What was this in your glove box? <laughs> oh, dirty cops. Okay, so that's all of the uh, the two pointers. Uh, is there any that sort of stand out for you to be, like, great? Um, super good scores. Of the two-pointers? Yeah. I feel like it, it has to be come for everything, right? That and secure the perimeter, because secure the perimeter is just... Secure, secure the perimeter, the perimeter it, it combos better. It combos better, and it doesn't rely on you having to get to an opponent's marker. You just get to put your own markers yep. down. There has to be an enemy suspect. You have to be able to get to it. It has to be... Well, you would like it to be not in a death trap. Yeah, yeah. Um, secure the per I, I'll always take something that lets me just... Uh, play my own game off in the corner. Yeah, get my get my forces. Get my sort of quote unquote guaranteed score. Yep. And again, this has that built in that efficiency where I'm dropping it for something else and then I'm pulling it off with this. I would agree. Three points. Yep. So between the two, I would have to give the edge to secure the perimeter. But you know, I just I just like those phase four combo things. Definitely. But, uh, I would I would never not take both. I, I like the phase four here because um, some phase fours you kind of have to hope at the end of the round, like um, in the generic deck where you where it's like have more suspects than your opponent. You kind of have to hope that you don't equal out or, or you know, you've got to really play to make that work. Whereas with this phase four, obviously if you draw it during the phase, you can, you can kind of... I mean, I actually play for this before I even draw it, obviously. Because I'm like, I know it's going to come up, so let's just throw two back here. And then when it comes up, we'll just score it. It's such a such a nice card for that. Yeah, I mean, a good cop ball, if you're building for that kind of play, um, you should just be dropping, you know, this. Again, this and flanking, they all go great together. Get into a corner and, and have three suspects over there in that corner, one within four, two along the edge, with just some detectives going nuts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a detective with a radio can drop two every turn. Yeah. Um, and just be setting it up. Don't wait for it to get in your hand. No, I agree, yeah. And I, I think, obviously, we're probably going to both agree on the, the poorest card there, which is this very specific Dark Knight card, just because... Tonight, we are the underwhelming card. Yeah, it's just it's just a very tough one to score. And it's not unplayable. And you probably would feel pretty good if you achieved it, because you're like, hell yeah, I did that. But it's the toughest one to score out of the deck, in my opinion. I see more cases to put call an ambulance into a deck than that. I agree, because at least with that one, you've got potential waking up, removing damage. Yeah. You've and even I'm never got more potential one. to score. Yeah. Let's move on to the three points, and I think there's only two three-point objectives, and they're both three cards each. Which is one more than the Joker deck has, so, you know, be grateful, Batman players. Yeah, whatever. You're almost scoring your whole deck every time anyway. <laughs> All right, here's the fun one. Here's the one that comes from beating up the criminals. Get them off the streets. Three cards, three points. It's very straightforward. Phase three, instant, arrest a model. Yes. You're going to be doing it anyway. All your guys have it, pretty much. Most of your henchmen, a couple of your leaders even. Um, casually easy. Combos super well off of uh, non-lethal ammo like we discussed earlier. And yeah, unless and it, you have a good it, reason, it combos you off of like your your leaders being generally good stun beaters. Yeah, 
Obviously, you want to be stun-beating people so that you, your cops can kind of come up and arrest. Gordon combos into this so well because he gives you the free arrest within however many inches. So I think it's six. Yeah, so the Gordon cop ball is really great with this. Obviously, this is less useful in like very elite small crews. Um, the resource, however, is bonkers good. It's expensive, but it's bonkers good. Two objective points. Cancel an objective card used as a resource. That card is discarded. That just straight up ruins some plays. When someone's like, I'm going to do this, then boom, I'll do it. And you say, nope. I'm going to use this sus- Bane. I'm going to use a suspect marker as a sewer. So I get, nope. Now you're just stood next to a suspect marker. Well, that live in the dream with I'm feeling weird, noping dead man. This nopes your nope. Yeah, it nopes your nope. Boo. You, you could nope the uh, the suspect sniping. Yeah, you could nope anything. It's, little it's little Batman strong. on Batman violence. So the, it's a great card, honestly. Obviously, if you've got the cop ball, it's great for the arrest, but the resource on it is just... It couldn't really disrupt an opponent. Absolutely. It's worth it just for that, but obviously it's three cards and three points, so you want the arrest ball happening. And I really just think, just as a base for list building, regardless of the faction... Um, a good basis for your list, unless you have real compelling build reasons to do otherwise, is just start with all your three-point cards in the faction. Yeah. It's... Well, I was about to say this next card, I don't think I've ever seen a Batman list without it. And I don't think you would ever build a Batman list without it. Why would you build it without it? Yeah. This this is the card that you kind of see. It's three points. It's three cards. It's called Snitch. It's a round three. It goes off at the end of the round. Uh, when you place a suspect marker, it can be designated a snitch. It is still a suspect marker, but cannot be revealed or removed this round, which is already great. Uh, if at the end of the round there are no enemy models within four inches of the snitch marker, score this card. Its resource is zero points. One of your models can add one die to a defense roll within four of a friendly suspect marker, then remove that suspect marker. Then... It's written badly. One of your models can have one die to a defense roll while within four of a friendly suspect marker. Then, oh, then remove one friendly suspect marker within four of that model. So it doesn't have to be the same marker if you've got a couple. Um, but you generally don't see this ever played as a resource. No. No. This They just take the points and run. This is the... Again, you have a, an outlier cop, someone on the edge of the board. It plays into that. You drop this where you know your opponent... Generally, at the start of a turn, you can tell where an opponent can get to. Mm -hmm. You drop this where you know they can't get to it. It's three points. You don't have to babysit it. You can just walk away. At the end of the round, it turns back into a regular snitch marker. It's just fucking... I mean, a regular suspect. It's just butte. Yeah. And then, in the future, you're going to pull that off with Secure the Perimeter or something like that. Yeah. And it's... It's just a great card. It's, it's an easy score. It's 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 the auto include. I would say. I'd say I would argue there's a fair few others that can be argued for auto include. But if you want to start a deck off with a strong foundation, nine points just for dropping a suspect marker. Essentially, you can't go wrong with that. It's like it's the best. It's the auto take. So there is a handful of cards also that are character specific. Um, we will be dedicating a couple of episodes to the character-specific cards. We're just going to get them all together and separate them out into a few a few different sort of factions, as it were. So we won't be going over Batman-specific cards or Gordon-specific cards, but we, we will get to those. 
Um, but that was the Batman deck. Um, Chris, is there a single MVP out of the whole deck that that you think is a, an auto take? It's probably pretty obvious. I mean, can we just not include Snitch? Let's not include Snitch because Snitch is the auto take of auto takes. Yeah. Yes. It's... So if there's another card there that you're like, you're gonna take Snitch, you should also consider this. Yeah. Um, after you have Snitch, um, and putting aside my, you should always just take all the three pointers because that's just a general rule. Uh, secure the perimeter. It's just. It's such an easy score. It, it can work it plays for any into what you're crew. doing. And like any crew composition can utilize yeah. that. Yep, yep. You're, you're going to have a rare Batman crew that's not going to be set up to do that at least a little bit with a couple cops on the side. Well, even, even with your characters that have detective, because they can place up to three away, you don't need to be all the way at the edge. You can be within five of the edge and, and still do it. Yeah, and, and, and inspired... Uh, uh, Dick Grayson, Robin running around. With, he's got he's got a radio up. and he's got one of the boys. He himself can just zip around for a bargain price and just doop, doop, drop drop yeah, drop yeah. drop in all the corners and he he scores this by himself. Right. Um. And the the resource on top of that is it's just good. I agree. Yeah. I I would love to say the same thing. I don't think I can pick anything else really that I would say is like definite definite go for. Um, maybe wait for backup, um, just to pick a different card. Again, with, with your kind of cop crew, a very easy one to kind of get under the belt. Yeah. If you had to, again, we know that tonight we are the law is the dud. Is there anything else that you struggle with? Unveiling the truth. Yeah. Uh, unless... agree, I'm going to agree with that. I can't pick yeah. another one. I, I, I would say that in an, in an elite, you know, bat family light where you want, you know, again, that's the the leader, the sidekick, and the free agent that are all big bat family beaters, right? Yeah. Uh, that obviously then the the must take goes to they won't see me coming, right. and unveiling the truth for the resource, yeah, just becomes a better way of making that crew tick a little bit better, sure. able to to manipulate either to get through a sewer and then right. attack or whatever, drop another suspect, pick up a suspect. Again, a lot of our detectives. So they're really good at it. Yeah. They just usually you want to be spending that that tactical action attacking. Right, because that's um, what they do. Again, that's that's four cards out of your deck to do it. But apart from apart from an elite beaters Batman crew with cops, never. And if you only have one, like the one Nightwing or something, still it's you're, tough. You're, 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 you might score one. You'll rarely score two. I send us an email if you score all three. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Unveiling the truth is a tough one for me. Like I said, I went into the... I, originally, it's one of those cards where I was like, this is awesome. Like, you know, I can throw it down. I can unveil my own suspects. I don't even need my opponent to do anything. But it's... If your opponent clues into it, they just start dropping so many suspects. They're like, you can't beat this. And we're going to start focusing down the one guy you picked. Because if I can kill him or knock him out, his card is just going to stick there. And as long as I can keep my suspect count high, it will never score. Yep. And it's just tough. And especially because if you can lock it out once, you lock it out for the rest of them unless you want the resource. Which in a cop bubble, you don't really need the resource. They actually manipulate that much. No. So, yeah. I, mean, I could benefit a detective to be able to throw another one out three inches, but it's just not worth it for that. You have better ways in a cop ball of, of distributing suspects. Yep. Cleaning them up. In general, though, this is, a, I think, a very good deck. Very scorable. You're going to be scoring Snitch. You're probably going to be scoring Get Them Off The Streets as long as you're clever about it, you know? Getting your, your non-lethal ammos, 
wait for backup, secure the perimeter. There's you should be you scoring a fair amount each turn. Yeah, you have the tools with this crew, um, especially with the size of the crew, um, to do it. And this is a, a, a crew that should we get to a point where we have the the two standard bat match again, then it's very easy to take it two different ways to have your Gordon and Cop on, on the one on the one, and list. then you're like. And it doesn't even have to be that small, but you can definitely do, like you say, the Gordon Cop GCPD horde, and then, like, the Batman, morally SWAT, like, better-level henchmen. Spartan, you know, you've got a handful of really good henchmen. Yep. You've got a handful of great free agents. Really tool to, like, take on, like, soldiers or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And, and, yeah. and beat them with their own game. Um, but no, it's, it's a great crew. It's, it's iconic. And... I don't think there's another crew that has the depth and variety of, you know, leader, suspect, free agent. Like, it, it's almost a full half of the free agents. Right. Um, so there, there's so much there for build variety. Um, and none of it's terrible. No. No, it's not. It, it's different play styles, too. Yeah, I can't think of one leader choice where I'd be like, ah. Because even the Batman, some of them are very similar, but they they'll all tend to have something where I'm like, I can see why I would take that. Yep. And some of them go off in really different directions. Yeah. Like, um, death gaslight. Metal. <laughs> oh, death metal. Oh yeah. Death metal is great. The huge aura. He just looks awesome. But even and then like Frank Miller, uh, is like a powerful beater. And then year one is like more detective plague. You know, yep. he, do, he, do, he like gives the leader to someone else. So he doesn't have to worry about inspiring. He does his own thing. It's so much choice. It's great. Yeah. And it's uh, it's one of the few crews that can pull off a double Inspire bubble. Yeah, the White Knight and their leader. Yep. Like, just for that Ultra Inspire. It's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> or uh, you know, the, the, the unique stuff that Oracle opens up to you. Right. Um, just, yeah, it's a really interesting crew. Uh, it's the the namesake of the game. And there's... There's years of play in just that one faction alone. I would agree. I would agree. And I think that probably rounds us out on the uh, the review here of this objective deck. Um, I've been Boy Wonder Adam. I've been Boy Wonder Chris. We'll see y'all later. Take care.